Hello and welcome to the Six Degrees of John Keel podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Barbara Fisher. With me tonight is... See? I'm not dead. She's here. I'm just She's not dead. (laughs) She's just busy. (gasps) Do you want to tell anybody what you're busy with or make something up? That Um, always works. Well, the fun thing that I've been doing is fishing, Um, (laughs) which is really boring. uh to talk about on a podcast unless you're like into fishing in which case you're like this is cool uh but i don't know how many of y'all are into fishing so i will keep it brief have you found any northern snakeheads no i did find a soft-shelled turtle um when we were out cat fishing which was very cool um we have found gar which is fun um yeah yeah, I saw the picture Various of that. Various species of bass. Uh, we have yet to catch catfish. Um, we have tried. They are wily and they are ornery. They're they're wily enough in a small pond. I can only imagine in a river or a big um, lake. But I, along the way, have seen either a star go supernova or something else happen. Weird, because I saw a little white light in the sky suddenly expand into a red light and then disappear after being sucked back in. So I don't know what the hell that was, but it was cool looking. Um, now I have to go look at NASA's website and go, was there a supernova? Right. Um, we were also buzzed by a very, very grumpy Canadian goose um, because we were out <laughs> on his, his or her sandbar um you bad bad it had it had hit that point where you're sitting in the middle of a river on a sandbar in the dark late at night and there's nobody else around except the occasional car on the highway and you're sitting next to your 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 boyfriend and you're staring at your lines and you realize it's fucking creepy out there and we had both had that same realization and had begun to turn towards each other to be like, uh, it's fucking creepy out here. And suddenly out of nowhere, there is shrieking, which after oh, the first shriek, I immediately was like, that's a goose. Because it sounded like a very angry screaming goose and the flutter of great wings like right over our heads and slightly behind us. And both of us jumped out of our skin, and then Nick was like, the fuck was that? And I'm like, that's a goose. (laughs) So geese are now called river demons (laughs) in our household, because it sounded like a river demon was coming for our souls uh, for just a split second, and that split second was enough. So... That's pretty scary. Um, other than that, you know, nothing that cool has happened. I've learned how to trap minnows. Um, I've learned how to catch multiple types of fish. Um, I'm going to learn how to throw a cast net soon. Um, Those are fun. Those but are fun. other than that and and working and sleeping and doing other boring adulting things, Uh, I've been reading lots of weird books because I bought a bunch of books when I didn't have time to read and was like, I'll just read them in the summer. So now I have to read this stack of 20 books. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, So have you heard uh, anything about this this, 
uh, how should we put it? Disclosure part Electric two. Boogaloo? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there um, we go. Well, I have, because you, you sent me stuff, and you're not supposed to allege <laughs> that. You're supposed to say something I, else I other than... I <laughs> stumble across it independently, but only briefly, before I was like, what? Um... I am I am of the firm opinion that none of us know dick about what is going on except the people who are talking to people and they're the only ones who know what's actually going on and they they could be lying they could be mistaken they could be telling the 100% truth uh and someone could be lying to them um or fuck it Maybe we really do have whole ass alien spaceships, spaceship like halves and chunks and pieces and crashed things like tucked away somewhere. That would be awesome. I think that would be so exciting and so cool and so nerdy, like great as a sci-fi nerd. But I don't think, I don't think we're going to get to know about that if that ever happens or has happened. Not for a while. Not for a while, I don't reckon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I... Of course, I, I, I heard about it. Because if I hadn't already heard about it, I also had five people... Have, have you have you heard about this? Have you looked this guy up? Have you heard about that? Have you heard about the other thing? You should talk about it. So here I am, and and here you are, and we're talking about it. And I've already talked about it with Soraya, and I'm going to try not to say the exact same things I said on his show, because otherwise people will be like, you're boring. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad to know that I was correct as to why it didn't show up on the front page of the New York Times or the Washington Post, or even Politico. Because all three of those uh, publications or websites got uh, got to see it first. Um, because apparently the Washington Post had it for uh, several weeks, at least. I read five. It might be less than that. But they couldn't corroborate any of it. Other than the named person, whose name is what? Grosh, 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 something, uh, had actually said the things. Like, they, they could corroborate that he said these things, and they could corroborate that he, he got these things, or he said he got these things from other sources higher up in the, in the military-industrial complex uh, or in the halls of government intelligence or the caves, caverns of government intelligence, you know, so they could do that, but it wasn't enough to get them to publish it. And so that's why uh, Kane and uh, Blumenthal decided to go with you know, a less respected sort of nerdy UFO website 
Um, now, I want to say right now that Micah Hanks, who helps run the debrief, the website that they went to, he he's a good guy. He's generally, you know, on the up and up. But, you know, I think the only people who know about that website are total mil military geeks and uh, UFO nerds. So, but the thing is, is, is once it went out there, it went out everywhere. But I, I just want to say, I wasn't saying like it was a terrible website and they just print crap because that's not true. They're um, just less well known. But yeah, it's just less well known. It's smaller and it's known to, you know, only a few people. Now it's known to a lot more people. So I can see why they printed it because it's brought it into everybody's view. Um, you know, I, I respect Kane as a reporter, but she's become a reporter who has a very, 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 she's, she's, she's credulous. She's become very credulous over time. She used to be more questioning of things and now she's become credulous. Um, Blumenthal's a really good writer too. I've read both of their books. He wrote the um, biography of John Mack that just recently came out. I think it came out last year. It's a really good book. Uh, and, you know, she's, she's written a couple of books and they're both good, but I think she's gotten kind of credulous. And the reason she said that she, you know, let fly with the the article was because uh it was going to be leaked and then she wouldn't be the one to you know have it first to to have the scoop journalists will do that it's a thing well and it, i don't think you have to be credulous to want to jump on a story like and no we're fucking UFO nerds. Like, we're credulous as fuck. I love, in fact, I love how so many paranormal people will, like, we believe so much shit. But if the government is going to tell us a thing, it's like we refuse to believe it. We're like, no. Actually, most people are now into the, oh, no, it's got to be true. And I'm just like... Y'all, come on. We got to have some skepticism. Come on. Like, nah. I don't know. I just, uh, I, I want to believe. I really do. I don't know if I should. I don't think this is the same type of, I don't think this is the same level of disclosure as was in the New York Times. Like, with the, the video all that the, yeah um yeah. i think this is it's perfectly possible it is it is perfectly possible that this dude is telling the truth yeah i don't i don't think it is likely but it is possible like because we don't know and no. It makes me sad that we don't know, and it makes me sad that it is so hard to get solid, substantiated stuff about the government yeah. and UAPs. Because yeah. Yeah. 
ever since like disclosure one, there's just not been anything. And I feel yeah. like that's going to be what happens is they're going to say the least amount that they can. And honestly, I think some of it is it's they can't say what they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the hearings, was it last week or the week before with NASA? Uh, they made them as boring as freaking possible. You know, the, the, the UAP hearings that included what NASA knows. And uh, scientists are really boring to listen to unless you're a scientist. And I swear they let the most boring ones, you know, talk on the live feed so that all of America who's tuning in to find out about the aliens are going, oh, my God, this is I just want to find out that the Vulcans are coming. That's all I want to know. And what is all this crap here? I think that that's also problematic that we have, you know, people expecting, I guess people expect disclosure to just jump out of the blue and we're going to start seeing aliens all over the place. Like, like in signs or something yeah. like that well we've we've been conditioned to do that by popular media <laughs> which i have yeah. my own yeah. silly conspiracy theory about popular media in the future um i well okay go for it um, go for it because if we just talk about disclosure it's going to get boring okay. really fast yeah this this episode is is basically the two of us sitting in our respective living rooms bullshitting so fair warning yeah. <laughs> everybody yeah um so this is totally like mostly a joke theory like i do not have a calm i don't have a wall with with thumbtacks and red yarn about this um she prefers purple <laughs> yarn i just in a in a in a fun thought experiment way i i thought about this um you know how we had the the zombie movie phenomena um that mm -hmm. this is like a prime example of correlation not equaling causation uh that correlates with like the rise in pandemic awareness i think like we were getting mm -hmm. closer and closer because of deforestation and mass animal farming and climate change you know we're we're approaching like a new age of possible pandemics um and we hadn't had yeah and then we had swine flu and I think that Hollywood was gently asked to somehow put pandemics into the popular consciousness and they ran with zombies because Which it's, it's a way to get the basics of like vaccination and infection spread and infection control and everything into the popular media and make everybody be like, okay, well, we're going to think about what would happen during a pandemic. I mean, admittedly, like they picked the silliest fucking pandemic because how you would act in a zombie movie is not generally how you would be acting in a normal pandemic. Um, yeah, I, I didn't grab my riot shotgun and go out in the streets and start shooting undead yeah you, know, you don't need to it might have been a little you don't more need fun to barricade your if, house like in just a flu season yeah, that's really yeah. bad um yeah yeah 
but yeah, that that was my that's my extremely tongue in cheek pop culture theory of prior pr putting seeds in the populace's mind about things that might happen. Uh, well, I mean, and the the government did kind of run with that. You know, they kind of used the idea of a zombie apocalypse on their website about preparedness, disaster preparedness, pandemics, tornadoes, hurricanes, wildfires, how to make a go bag, how what you should have, how much food you should have on hand, how much potable water you should have on hand, all blah, 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 all those things. And, you know. It's it was actually kind of cute that they did it that way. And so that kind of to me lends a little bit of credence to your, you know, little theory there that somebody somewhere realized that if you present something to someone as fun, they might actually remember it better. Um also, you know, traditionally speaking, zombies had nothing to do with disease. Yes, I know. That they had they had everything to do with magic and uh, necromancy and, uh, you know, voodoo spirituality and uh, hexing and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Had to do with slavery, yes. too. Now that, you know, we're much more scientifically minded culturally, I think it's, yeah. it's scarier to make them a disease. It also mixes more body horror in. And zombies, oh, yeah. zombie movies, like... Modern zombie movies are are this weird mix of like horror genres because they're like action adventure mixed mm -hmm. with you know body horror mixed with disease horror mixed with like this fear of societal collapse and apocalyptic change, um, which I think is interesting. Yeah. The tarot card death is also extreme change, and here you have literal reanimated corpses unless you're in the 28 days universe in which case they are the infected um yeah. same goes for i am legend the will smith movie not the original movie where they were still vampires uh um, right isn't that from a richard matheson yes, story i think so good i hope i'm remembering my horror slash science fiction author classic authors yeah right um sorry that was like a huge i don't know how we got from disclosure to zombies unless the government has also made a zombie virus which <laughs> i mean you know after the last of us you know now people are like mm, cordyceps yeah we shouldn't play with that <laughs> that's uh let's let's well mm, that's not a that's not a thing we should mm, no we should figure out how to kill that right away and not play with making it well like and us. interestingly in another loop of uh, what i really think is happening with like zombie movie phenomena and is is pop culture responding to real life events that are happening through some form of a mm -hmm. filter um i i don't yeah. think it's we're trying to use pop culture to prepare people for fucked up realities. Although in a way that is what fiction does is it allows our brains to explore other scenarios. 
that's the whole point of the invention of science fiction and fantasy. Um, it, it, it really is. You know, all of the all of that looking at the future yeah. thing came about because of that. Um, but uh, climate change is going to cause a fungus problem. Uh, because mm-hmm. It's going to be warmer and more humid in a lot of places that fungus has not been able to grow in. Like specific kinds that are mm-hmm. harmful to humans and other animals, uh, because it's we've had winters that have been cold enough to prevent that from happening, and that there's going mm-hmm. to be an interesting uh, spread of fungal organisms that will be in new climates and new areas, and there's going to be some challenges. And at this, yeah, and at the same time, fungi, you know, and we are going to actually have an episode about this. We almost. Recorded one this week, but our our guest got sickly um, because of the pollen and the smoke that, you know, speaking of climate change. Uh, So we'll record it another time. But but fungi can can help us heal things. You know, so some of this new stuff might be terrible, but it might also be good. It's probably going to be somewhere in between where it's both good and terrible. Um. But and some of it may be harmless, but you know, th- there is now a fungus that will eat Which plastic. Is great. So set it into the ocean, <laughs> get rid of that crap. Um, that'd be pretty yeah. cool, wouldn't it? Uh, but yeah, so disclosure, you know, what do we really expect the, the government to tell us when we know for a fact that they have hidden? black projects they have they have hidden top secret aircraft projects behind the ufo mythos for decades i you know i basically expected what i would rationally what i expect and what i would like to have happen is basically what happened with disclosure the first time, which is the government coming out and saying, yeah, there's something there. And, we and don't know what it it's is. not ours and it's not our enemies. And we're not sure what the fuck it is. Um, because that's basically bare bones honesty. I appreciated that. And I know a lot of people were kind of about it, but that to me, having grown up, it, you know, I, I was born in the mid sixties so I grew up reading the books from the 50s and 60s and 70s where it was all they're not ever going to tell us. If they tell it, whatever they tell us is a lie, they're not ever going to tell us. Um, you know, you know, I saw this with my own eyes and then, you know, the army came in and took fragments of it away. And, you know, all of the, you know, UFO crash accounts, all of that stuff. So I grew up reading all of that and every time you talked to anybody in the military or in the government they were like nope no such thing nope you saw the planet venus nope it's not that it's not that other thing either it's not aliens it can't be it's not extraterrestrial and it was always no the answer was always no and finally someone in the government stood up and said yeah okay there's stuff. Yeah. There's stuff in the sky, there's stuff in the oceans, and there's stuff happening, and we don't know what any of it is. 
And we'd like you to stop using UFO, by the way, not just because everybody sees UFO and thinks extraterrestrial, you know, grays or little green guys with big eyes or whatever, not just because of that, but because it's more accurate. So it's unidentified anomalous phenomena. So it isn't just in the skies. I And I thought that was a huge yeah. revelation. And I mean... Maybe I'm excited by little what, things. Though, what, what do we so. what do we expect? Do we expect them to know, <laughs> like what it is? Like nobody knows what this shit is. I know nobody knows. exactly. It's Why like, would they know? Yeah. And then I because we yeah. have again pop culture. We have this idea in our minds of the government is being like shine we we think of like 007 we think of the men in black like movies we think of the government as being this super efficient like highly funded extremely trained cream of the crop and like i'm sure the government is also those things but like the government is also people and inefficient and doesn't always yeah. talk to various parts of itself as far as I can mm -hmm. discern. And they're better at it after 9-11. The intelligence services don't hide everything from each other all the time. So that's there's um, that. That at least, you know, is yeah, better. Like the, that uh, image. But, yeah, there's lots of room for yeah, incompetence. And, that, and they're just people. Like, they're not everybody's Oppenheimer. No. Not no. everybody's like in there coming up with like a world changing invention. And Oppenheimer even kind of wished yes. he hadn't had to have made that. He really, now I am death destroyer of worlds. Um, yeah. I, I think he would have really rather not have yeah. done that. And to be honest, they didn't know what would happen until they dropped the first one at Trinity. Yeah. So. They, they they didn't know. Um, and to this day, we're not really sure necessarily exactly what the consequences that that, that first, second, and third nuclear, you know, weapon being detonated did on a, on a basis of quantum physics and the basis of reality. We, we don't know. I have theories. Lots of people even smarter than me have theories, many of them physicists. And having read their theories, I'm kind of like, I don't really like the sound of that. Um, but here we are. We're very good at making things that we blow really up. We really are. Humans excel at that. We are excel at other things, too, which I think are more valuable oh, yeah. in general. Um, art, yeah. singing, um, love. Uh, plant breeding, um, the domestication of animals, yeah. um, medicine, you know, all these things are also really cool and are things humans are really good at. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I suppose I would expect the government to, if they ever were successfully able to contact a non-human intelligence, I would really like them to maybe tell us that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
because I feel like that's important um, because if the government actually like ever does that, um, that means a lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That means we're not yeah. alone in the universe. That means we have relations to establish with a non-human intelligence that would hopefully be peaceful mm-hmm. and beneficial for both parties. Ideally. Yep. Um, and that's going to be hard because I don't think aliens are like Star Trek necessarily. <laughs> so they just have funny eyebrows and otherwise look like us. Like, oh, no, we're a lot more likely to be talking to like an intelligent gas or some shit also from Star Trek. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like some, yeah. something so wildly different, differently looking and functioning than us. Like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't even have to be carbon-based life. Yeah, well, and that's the other thing, is it doesn't even have to be carbon-based life to exist on this planet. Like, it could already be existing next to us, and we didn't really recognize that it was alive. I mean, think yeah. about that. We're not super, you know, up on exactly what life is and what consciousness is. And what produces it, because if you go beyond the materialist viewpoint that the brain produces it and that's it, boom, then you get into all of this other stuff and you go, oh, hey, that's, uh, wow, what are we going to do with all that? Um, and, And honestly, I, you know, we're both experiencers of something. It seems intelligent and it doesn't seem like other humans. So other people are experiencing this too. Yeah. In many different ways. And I'm sure some of the government people are experiencing it. Just by percentages. Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean. Yeah. I don't know. I would, I would hope we would be informed at some point if the government of any country figured out how to talk to anything that isn't human. Um, I do not expect if anybody has a crashed craft or even samples of mysterious metal or whatever, or really good footage or a Bigfoot body or anything, if the government has any of that, they're not going to say shit. Like they are not no. going to tell no. anybody because they are going to be no. trying to exploit it in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And find out gain, everything about it gain, before anybody else does. Yes. They're going to try to gain an advantage from it. Uh, and that is another thing that humans are really good at gaining survival advantages out of something yeah. new. Um, it's a very, we, it's a we very excel human at instinct. Um, it's, it's a tribal thing. So they don't want to let everybody know you want to kind of keep it close in your little, your little, you know, well, yeah, it's, it's power family group, you know? Yep. It's power. I know how to make iron. Do you like, that's a huge advantage. The riddle of steel. Conan knew that. 
So, you know, but it's true. It's true. It gave people power. It gave people power over other people and other cultures. And we've been doing that back and forth with each other for And it doesn't even have to be like, oh, they're going to make a space weapon. Because I think that's another thing that everybody, like when you hear we're going to exploit this, everybody thinks space weapon Um, or bigger gun or faster plane. Bigger fucking gun. Like for all we know. (laughs) Faster plane, I think, is is probably what most people um, think. Guns For all and we know, it's more like, hey, is there a new way to make microprocessors? <laughs> yes, I think that that's part of it. I think that renewable energy. That would be great. Because that would take, how much energy would it take to go from solar system to solar system? It takes enormous amounts of energy. So that's one of the things I'm sure that's being looked at. You know, um, I said this on Soraya's show. I'll say it here. Gary Nolan turns out to be one of the two people that Diana Pasalkis in American Cosmic spoke to who have had downloads of information from a non-human source. Um, He's also a doctor. He's an immunologist. And he has patents for all of these medical um, devices that help save people's lives. I mean, he's not just a wandering around Georgia Damsky trying to like grift people guy. And yet he got these, these bits of information from someplace he can't explain. And he has actually touched some of the, the weird metal that's got isotopes in it that you can't produce here on earth. You know, he's he said recently that that aliens are here. They've been here a long time. He was very careful not to say extraterrestrial, though. (laughs) I thought that was interesting. Um, And of all of the disclosure people, I tend to trust him a lot just because he has worked really hard to use his knowledge to help all of mankind. And he was keeping himself uh, cloaked for a long time, but the secret came out. And so he's, he's finally stepped forward and said, yeah, it's me. Yeah. So there's people all over the world who have the, I mean, I'm mad because I didn't get like physics downloads Um, (laughs) because I got other things. I got other information that's good too, but it's much more personal. Yeah. I want some physics, y'all. Well, they they know you're bad at math. That's that's the only thing I can I, think of. That's what it is. Um, that's what it is. All right. Tell me how to make pigments. I can do chemistry. Come on. <laughs> I just... I just want to make pretty colors. I think, you know, it's interesting that now we have alien downloads um, when before we had muses. It's the same thing, I think. Um, it's either the same thing from beyond or humans really do just have some weird thing in our brains that just clicks and we get... It connects to some something. Yeah, and it, it maybe that's when a switch flips and we use 100% of our brain for all of a sudden or something. Just yeah. briefly, because you can only do it yeah. for like little bits of time or something. Or you'll br- you'll burn your brain's processors out. I don't know. Well, it's like the Dr. Donna back in Doctor Who, yeah. David Tennant. 
you know, and Donna Lord. She she couldn't stay connected to the to the doctor's consciousness because the Gallifreyan's consciousness too much, too big, too much, and and so she kind of burned her little brain out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what people expect from like we all expect truth from our governments. Um, I think. Well, no, we don't, because most of us are cynical assholes. Um, <laughs> It would be it. It started with Kennedy and Nixon. Honestly, that's when people stopped being so believing in the government. I think that's that was the beginning, and then it just it's gotten worse over time. Um, and I think that really leaves open a lot of fuckery, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, yeah. because you can have people who can come forward and say with all believability, Hey, the government, like the government's got aliens in Roswell or Hey, the government has pieces of crashed ships in black sites or Hey, this is totally happening and I'm a whistleblower and it's completely believable by anybody because the government has done so much shady shit <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've, I'm sorry. I'm they've... swearing a lot tonight, everybody. I'm tired. Dude, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I, I should probably just give up and, and talk like myself too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They have done so much shady nonsense. The Tuskegee experiments. Um, I mean, that's, of course I go for the depressing stuff right away, but it, it it tells you how much how much the government has has held on to secrecy and and especially secrecy with you know experimentation scientific experimentation although i um hesitate to call that scientific experimentation that's more like torturing people because you don't think they're people and you're awful yeah that's what it is that's exactly what it is. And, uh, it, you know, just, just you don't have to be like Mangala, man. Just no, stop it. Oh, and, and you know, Operation Paperclip, yeah. the, the general public did not know about that until many years later. Um, and if you don't know it, listeners, uh, that's when we kind of went, hey, Nazi scientists, why don't you come over here and hang out with us? We will keep you from being shot. <laughs> you can come live with us. We will pardon you of your sins if you help us build rockets and things. And if you don't, we'll so, probably shoot yeah. you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Or we'll give you to the Russians, which that'd be even more fun for you, wouldn't it? Actually, they'd probably just make you do the stuff. We'll be nice to you. We'll give you nice houses and nice food, and we'll pretend like you're good people. It'll be cool. Um, it's which is why we yeah. went to the moon. It's it's hard to. I feel like disclosure is like so tied up with emote people's emotions and like what we want and like pop culture and trauma and distrust yeah. and confusion and personal agendas and journalism that really 
really wants to believe <laughs> and yeah we're all molder. Like we're all molder you know we want to believe this we want what well, okay early molder before he started finding stuff out and and going oh maybe i didn't want to believe in this after all this is crap this is worse than i thought yeah. it was uh, yeah <laughs> um yeah, I think we are all Mulder, and, and we all should listen to Keel and his admonition that belief is the enemy, because as soon as you start believing, then you just have to be in that balance. You can want to believe, but to wholeheartedly believe something, especially if it relies on your government to tell you the truth. Oh, that's hard. And... It's not like the government lies about everything all the time, either. No, they tell the truth about some things. And, and you know, see, I'm such a damn patriot. I, I want to believe them all the time, but I know that I can't. So, yeah, on, like, normal things, not just, you know, you yeah. stuff. Like, I... Do I think that the U.S. government attempts to find bits of crashed UAPs? Totally. Oh, I sure. am very sure. They have to. Because they, they I am sure that if they track something, they I am sure they are chasing these motherfucking things around a lot. Yeah. Well, and, well I mean, the naval pilot said we tried to chase them. And... <laughs> <laughs> and, I feel and we like failed. And then they come right back We just got a great us. demonstration of what happens when something weird flies into U.S. airspace. We lob missiles at it, and then we go pick up its bits and, like, drag them away yeah. to study them. Like, so why would they yeah. treat something else that they've admitted exists that they're curious about and they want to know what it is any different? Um, yeah. But if they did, and it wasn't like, like, okay, look. If they manage to shoot a UAP down and somebody films it and puts it on TikTok, yeah, the government's going to have to tell us. <laughs> um, hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they go after the TikToker and make it disappear, like, right I away. I and I don't think don't you can. Think I don't The way TikTok works, I don't think you can. I, I also don't think the but government then disappears, people, like, that frequently. I no, don't. no, I don't think I they really do don't. either. Like, do they disappear people more than they should? Fuck yeah, especially after the Patriot Act. Like, if they think you're like a terrorist, yeah, they're gonna show up and be like, "Come with us." But yeah, you can come the easy way or the hard way, but you're gonna come with us. Like, yeah, I, and I and don't another thing think that I wanted to say: disappear people for filming things on TikTok. No. Disclosure is not just the government, though. I mean, if you think about it, and if you look at the history of ufology, disclosure has been happening in bits and pieces all along, as well as uh, sort of a changing mythos has been developing all along. So when I say disclosure, I mean things like I don't remember how long ago it was, but the Vatican came out and said, hey, so uh, we had this conference 
And uh, all of the bishops got together and the cardinals and the pope. And we decided that, you know, we'd listen to our scholars who've been studying this because they have astrologers and astronomers, not astrologers. They have astronomers who study all this stuff. And they say, ah, there's possibility that there's life on other planets. And then they decided that that life had souls. And they would be prepared to call them brothers. They could become Catholic. Now, that part, I think, is a little bit, um, it's like, do you really think that they need to come here to be right with God? I mean, I think it's more than being like, yeah, sure, we'll do missionaries to beta reticuli or whatever. Yes, or wherever Which, honestly, you know, but, you know... If you want to go to another planet or dimension or wherever we end up eventually, hopefully, contacting other intelligent non-human life, which I hope happens at some point, that would be neat. I'd, I'd like to see it, but... I don't know if I want to see it. There's I, a lot I've, of risks inherent in <laughs> two completely different well, intelligent yeah, species yeah. meeting. Um yeah, again, I'm the one that runs toward it. You're the one who's like, I don't like, know. <laughs> I'm going to stay back here. Because it could be Vulcans. <laughs> or it, yeah, or it could be flesh-eating Borg things. Bad, very bad. But yeah, so the 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 Vatican has basically said, well, if we contact, if humans contact extraterrestrials, we're in. We're good. We figured it out. We figured our part out. And it wasn't that long ago. And I was like, oh, that's really, that's interesting. Um, and then there's been little bits and pieces here and there. Because I read a lot of really weird crap. Of bits and pieces of things that are inexplicable. And... uh so I think it's been sort of trickling, but people expect it to be like an explosion. Yeah. They they want it to be this big, huge. Uh, they want it to be like uh, the, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. They want it Which to I be get. that. It's. I kind of want it to be that yeah. too. Like I, it, it would be so cool if like aliens or whatever non-human intelligence happened in my lifetime. It really would, um, because it sucks. Like in an existential kind of way, to think maybe we're the only ones there and realize that we're like making a mess of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's really stressful if you actually think that like this is the only inhabited planet in the universe and I'm like and you left us in charge. What? Yeah, who came up with no. that? No. Bad plan. <laughs> like because if we're responsible, who left the screaming monkeys yeah, in charge? Like if, Why? If, if the hairless <laughs> apes who are still not over like basic things like fucking prejudice and war (laughs) um and the idea that we have races hello that are based on skin color hello we're all the same species like we we still struggle with warfare um for resources and it's gonna get worse 
ah, yes, here I am bringing the, the topic of conversation up a notch and happy. Like, Sorry. It just, it's stressful to think we're the only ones. Like, ugh, of course, everybody wants there to be somebody else. Like, it's. We're bored of talking with each other. We want to talk to somebody else. Like, I would, though. Like, it, it would be, like, for all that I joke and I'm like, no, I'm convinced if aliens come here, they're going to be the predator. Like, it's equally likely that they would just be chill. And if they were chill and they wanted to be helpful or even just trade partners or in some way hang out, like, yeah. I would love, I would love to go to space. Like, that would be so cool. I yeah. would never get to go to space. In a like, solid space, correct. There's no, there is no way that, like, normal people are going to get to go to space. Like, for like, a very no. long time. Yeah. <laughs> there's, it, space is really hard on human yes. bodies. So you have to have something like the USS Enterprise with artificial gravity and and all of that stuff or we'd turn into goo. Yeah. I mean, we really would. Our muscles and bones and joints would all go, bleh, you know, and, and stop working. It's, it's actually, space is horrible for humans. Because we're not it, evolved to be in an airless vacuum, surprisingly. Who would have thought? Yeah, I don't know why. Um, yeah. But I would totally sign up to, to go, like, do an exchange program or something and go live among the intelligent blob people like who or are just giant are, yeah or something i would love that um telepathic amoebas, telepathic would, be amoebas cool. would be great like that would be awesome or it could be vulcans which of because that'd be great it could be all right like we we could be visited by people who are super chill and want to help us out best case scenario honestly and, you know, yeah. maybe we won't mess that up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or it could be the Centauri. Let, let's go Honestly, from Star Trek to Honestly, we Bad would Five. probably do better I, with, with the, the Centauri. Centauri. Truly. They're actually more like us. They're capitalists. They're royalists. They have... All the same kind of prejudices we have. <laughs> you know, like, they they have no problem lying to others. Like, exactly. If it if it advances their agenda, um, I actually kind of like them for all of their faults. Um, but yeah, like I'll stop talking about Babylon Five right now, or it'll yeah. just keep going. But I don't, I don't think we're going to get, like, a revelation. I don't ever think we're going to get a revelation. And I could be wrong. Like, for all I fucking know, a giant mothership is going to appear behind the moon, which would be so cool. It would also be terrifying. What I want to know is why everybody, not everybody, but why the popular conception of the government being so secretive about aliens is that conception like we know i mean i know why everybody thinks that but what do they think we would do if we knew there were aliens 
Like everybody, I feel like everybody's like mass hysteria, like expects us to all freak out if they're aliens. Like, would we freak out? I don't know. I think some of us would freak out actually. Yeah. I think some would. would. I think, I think very few, I think it's less likely than people thought it would be. And I think it's because Hollywood has been preparing us. Do I think that the government, hey, Hollywood, hey, I want to talk to you. <laughs> hey, so there's aliens behind the moon and we need you to like prepare people for that crap. You know, so yeah, I don't, I, for, I do not for one instance believe that somebody called Steven Spielberg up and said, can you make aliens not scary? <laughs> you know? I don't think that happened. But I do think we've been conditioned by how many how many years goes by before we have another um, science fiction story, science fiction show, science fiction TV show that show us that aliens are folks just like us. You know, we do have the ones where they're scary. Predator. Nope. That's a great one. That's a big. No- yeah, that's a that's a big alien species made of nope. <laughs> Um, yes, he's a no, 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 no. Um, you know, we, we, how often though, it's, it's like, it's a cycle. We have the terrible, horrifying aliens, and then we have the awesome aliens. And of course, speaking of them as literary devices, they actually are representing the horrible, awful humans and the really cool humans. Um, you know. That's probably actually what they'll be like. Both like like yeah. us, both good oh, and yeah. they're awful. not gonna be like no one or the they're other. gonna be life forms and no experience that I can conceive of of life forms is that they are perfect or evil. Um <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, predators that are eating are just, they're eating, they're they're surviving. I'm not talking about the alien predator guy who really just takes his job very seriously. Uh, (laughs) Um, Wow, what if they're, what if they're beautiful aliens that look like, that are like predator, like they're gorgeous and that's how they drag you in and fool you and then they eat you. I mean, now, now you can tell I grew up with the Twilight. Oh yeah, (laughs) and it's like you know, and all the contact details of the Space Brothers, the gorgeous Venusians. They're coming to see us, and they love us, and they're bringing this this message of peace. Even as a little child, I was like, "Don't believe that." We're suspicious. That's how they get. But honestly, like (laughs) I've heard, you know, theories that if we knew we weren't alone in the universe that, you know, humanity would come together more. Um, it's what Reagan said. I've, I've thought about that from, from two points of view. Um, I think that if aliens were nice, we would definitely come together more because all of our leaders would be pushing and shoving to go talk to them. Um, mm-hmm. and we would have to agree that everybody gets to all talk to the aliens at the same time, okay? Nobody's gonna have an unfair advantage yeah. here because you could use yeah. it as an unfair advantage. Be like, 
America is the only one who got the trading deal with the Venusians and we have renewable energy and now nobody else does. Ha! Like, that would suck. We would have to form a global alliance to talk to the aliens or everyone yeah, on the planet yeah. would get really fucking would, mad. It would start a war. It would start a war. It would be like a Sherry S. Tepper book is what would happen, you know? Everybody wants to talk to the... Actually... Theodore Sturgeon wrote short stories that are like that, where everybody, all the nations, all want to talk to the aliens, and they all, like, make different deals with the aliens and turn out that they're, like, trying to screw the other Amer the other humans off. You know, they just screw them up. Screw screw, screw the Brits. Screw the, the Russians. Screw the Chinese. We are the greatest. We have an exclusive contract. And it turns out that they made exclusive contracts with everybody. And then reveal it at the end, and then, you know, everybody's like, wow, they took us for a bunch of fools, because we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, just, they just messed us right up. Um, but the other, yeah. the flip side of this is, okay, they're unfriendly aliens. Okay, that would do it. In a weird way, yeah. that would unite the planet so much faster. Yeah. That's that's not even in a weird way. That's the part that Reagan was talking about. Uh, and that's why he wanted to do the Star Wars defense system. Also, I think he wanted to like pay some of his buddies in the uh, defense contracting like, world. I, uh, I think you could get but everyone said, to shake hands and play nice if we had to deal with an alien invasion. Yes. <laughs> it, it the And he, you know, I don't like Reagan. I never did. Um I, I knew that he was full of crap from the very beginning. Um, and I knew that some of his vision for America was terrible. But when he said, the only way humanity is going to come together is if we have a common enemy, was absolutely 100% correct. Um, I think that that is the quickest way to make everybody stop fighting each other and shake hands and go, oh, oh, yeah, that's bad. And, you know, do you have this kind of weapon? Yes. Do, do you? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. Hey, my, my missile launcher might work with your nukes and get them up into space. Let's, you know, and then we'd start trading back and forth and figuring yeah, stuff out. Because you would have to. <laughs> To have any yeah. form of a chance. That, yeah. And and there you go. And then there's um, the, the thing that, you know, I'm pretty sure some sci-fi author somewhere has thought of this. Uh, there's the, the aliens show up and they're in a generation ship that has been going for a very long time and they are all cryogenically frozen. Now what do people do? Oh, that's... Ooh. Like that's just as I like likely. That idea. I we're gonna be yeah. cracking those poor fuckers open and sucking out their brain juice. We don't even know and trying like some it would some of us would be like let's save all the aliens and some of us would be like kill the aliens while they sleep and some of us would be like dissect the aliens for medicine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah. Ooh. That's a terrible thought. Yeah. And these these could turn out to be either really good aliens or it could be, you know, Khan and and his horrifying people. Um 
who were human, by the way, and terrible. Um, yeah. Wow. I like that. So idea. I guess, you know, I can see on, it's weird. I can see on a leader, like global leaders reasoning why if we did have aliens, like, and I don't just mean extraterrestrial. I just mean something non-humans. If we had non-humans. Non-human intelligence that we could if, communicate if, with. If that's what's, if we have like that locked up somewhere, probably other countries do too. Um, probably yeah. there's a quiet arms race happening to see who can figure out the coolest stuff about whatever bit of whatever they have. Um, mm. And nobody wants to talk about it with anybody else because we're still in the grabbing for that edge over our neighbors secrecy yep thing. so we keep that shit secret yeah because like on a we're like gandalf keep it secret yeah because on safe. a population wide no. level i mean some people would freak out a lot of people wouldn't care some people wouldn't believe it some people would believe it like some people would think it was the coolest thing ever but and then the ethicists would be like why do we have were they dead when we got them you know or were they still alive please tell us they were dead when we got them you know because that would that would squick me right out even if they were evil horrible i i still would just be like um nah man if they tried to eat your face like that's self-defense well, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that, but yeah. Like, there is I, no I mean, way that face eating is a normal communication method <laughs> that is not damaging. <laughs> I do not believe that. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. I've, been, I, I've seen enough. I, I've, I've done enough uh, viewing of... of Twilight Zone to know that, you know, having your face sucked off into, you know, and then the brains mingling together and that's not like, no, okay. I don't want to be bros that's not with positive. That. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like we don't have to kill them all or anything. Like we don't have to have a war. We don't have to have a thing. Just be like, mm, really nice to see you. Don't come Do here. Do you have anybody else's phone number? <laughs> yeah. Like, because I just don't think we're going to click. It's not you, it's me. I don't like my face being eaten like, off. We're it's a just thing. not compatible. It's a thing. <laughs> like if that's the only way you can talk to people, like we die when you try that. So <gasps> maybe you should like, move go along. Find somebody yeah. who doesn't die from brain mingling. Um, like, can we do this like a rival where you just get a linguist like to work on this? Which is the other thing is like it could be really yeah. boring like how if we do have bits of tech what is the chance that we've made any of it work figured out anything about it <laughs> like well i'm trying to think you know has there been a leap forward in our technology i mean there's a leap forward going on in europe because we can't have nice things here um you know because they have all of those amazing trains that go so fast and you know they they're they're using solar energy that works so well and all that stuff but 
you know, other than that, microprocessors is the only thing I can think of. And that seems to have been a completely terrestrial yeah. idea. Um, because, I mean, think of the level. Our moon lander was made out of mylar and fucking duct tape and a calculator. And uh, uh, aluminum. Like, it aluminum was amazing. Rods. And the people who got in that thing, mad respect. Yeah. They were very brave. The, men. the ISS is so much, is, is exponentially more advanced. And Safe. Yes. <laughs> Safe. It will, it will save you from radiation that, you know, we have shielding all around our planet to keep the radiation from killing us up in space. None of that's there. Yeah. Cause it's part of our planetary system to have it. Um, so that's as cool as we are when it comes to space is the international space station. Um, yeah. it's pretty, if these things are coming from another planet or another dimension, their level of tech way higher than ours. Can we even access whatever information they have? <laughs> we have what if there should something to read whatever is in there. Yes. Yes. Like it, it could just be living we don't tech. Know what it is. We probably are staring I mean, at could... little scrapings under a microscope and going, I don't know. Like the we're the we're the scientists. How does they make this? Color well, of space. We're just like we have a mass spectrometer. We looked at it. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it means. Yeah, it's like what in God's like, name is any what of if this? The, the black and, project that looks after this stuff is just in the basement somewhere. It's the Indiana Jones room. With the crates, just that's what it is. With all this weird stuff and a bunch of really cool, really intelligent scientists and military dudes and ladies who are just like trying really hard to understand anything about this stuff and just going, it has these properties. Well, and how 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 many of those things are kind of poisonous to humans, or you know, you touch it and you die, like. Like one of the things that that uh, has been found is that pilots that have been within, you know, spitting distance, say, of a UAP, one of them glowing, fast moving, whatever they are, they have brain damage. And it's consistent types of brain damage. Um, and it's found and you can you can look at it. It's on the MRI. It's right there. It's it. It's right there. Yeah. What's also interesting is experiencers have similar oddities to their brains. So what's that? Are you born with it? And that's why it affects you? Or is it because you came into contact with something weird? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Weird radiation from an orb or a solid craft that's also energy that goes yeah. back and forth. Like maybe, I mean, I think it's all much weirder than just some extraterrestrial hoo-ha yeah. nonsense. I, I, I really think, I mean, I'm not saying there aren't extraterrestrials out there. There are. Probably. Um, because math, math is against them not existing. So, I mean, I'm, I'm shitty with math, but I do know, 
how probabilities work and it's probable that there's other life out there and some of it's got to be intelligent and some of it's got to be more smart than we are i mean come on um i mean we're not stupid but well or maybe they're not that's the thing maybe nobody is more intelligent than we are and we're all just kind of brutal still and this oh, patch God. of the, this galaxy is just young enough that all of us just have not evolved enough to be good at oh, stuff. That's like, terrible. There's probably tons of inhabited planets, and just all of us are dealing with the Fermi paradox or something. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can I can accept that. That's a very depressing well, thought, but I can I mean, accept it. Disclosure is lots of things. It is, and it could mean lots of things, and. If, I, well, I think that the reality of everything is weirder than just an extraterrestrial visitor. I think, I think it represents that reality is stranger than we think yeah. it is. I would agree with that. I also think, I think it, it, it kind of exemplifies hope in a weird way. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's an expression of some trust in our institutions that they yeah. would tell us. It's yeah. hope that we're not alone. It's it's hope there's somebody smarter than yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, yeah. That there's a race of of intelligent that are compassionate that, and kind and yeah intelligent consistently yeah. you know not like humanity which is like i love you i love you ah we must go to war you know yeah that sort of thing um so yeah that's that's kind of what i have in my brain yeah yeah you know if 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 you could have disclosure be anything you wanted it to be, how would you want it to go? I would like to wake up to a freaking out Apple text alert from the government saying, the aliens landed! There are aliens! No, Stay really. in your house! Or go, <laughs> or like, go outside and look up! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not kidding. Everybody no, turned on it's the really real. TV. No, seriously. Um, no. Seriously. I I would like I would like there to honestly actually be a hey everyone go turn on the TV moment. And like have yeah. the emergency broadcast system kick in and be like this is not an emergency. This is just so important. That, that we, we need, need to get all your of attention. you to be listening. Yeah. And I would like for this. No, there are not nukes. No nukes. No nukes are coming. No. That's not what this is. And I would like for this to not be on April Fool's Day. Yeah. Yeah. If the bastards have been listening to anything that we have been broadcasting for the past umpteen, you know, over a hundred years, they know about April Fool's Day. <laughs> They know that that's the wrong day. 
or they have a sixth sense of humor and they're like wouldn't it be funny if thanks guys um i what about you i think i'd like it to be a case where we've been watched for a while so they know our our shit they know what we're good at what we're terrible at what we are like like they have no illusions about us whatsoever they they, you know they understand that we can be really really compassionate kind and and loving and empathetic and we can also be you know hitler (laughs) And, and we can be terrible terrible people and most people kind of hover in between those two you know so they understand that and they've been watching us and and yeah i i like the emergency broad i would never have thought of the emergency broadcasting system because all growing up i hated that sound (laughs) because a it hurts your ears and b i knew what it was built for and that was well the nukes are coming and um kiss your ass goodbye you know so <laughs> i didn't like that <laughs> but it, i like your idea of that being used that's that's because good... you would have to tell everyone all at the same time yeah yeah and be like no really <laughs> and you know how would they have t- how would they have gotten in contact with like the other world governments. I suspect the red phones. Yeah, they, they would have to be using the special red phones. Because I suspect all the world's governments might be contacted at once if these are, if like we're going with your scenario and they've like spent time figuring us out. Yeah, because I certainly wouldn't come here if I was an intelligent alien race. I wouldn't land down here and start talking to people. Even if I looked like the people, you know, if I could shape change and look all I cool would and send stuff robots. and be like. I would yeah. do what we do. I would send robot probes. Yeah. Well, and that's what Gary Nolan has said has happened is they mostly send um, drones. And and that's how they gather information, blah, well, blah, blah. Because it's that. just easier. You're dealing it, with... As he said, do you want to talk to the screaming monkeys who will, you know, throw things at you and and hurt you? No, you do not. (laughs) And beyond that, you're dealing with a completely different atmosphere. You're dealing with different gravity. You're dealing with different sunlight, radiation. Everything is different from what they would have evolved to exist as. Yeah. Like, maybe they don't come here because they can't. Yeah, that could be. That'd be like we breathe too. oxygen. Oh yeah, I mean the Vorlons had to have their encounters. Like, well, you know, we, we, they breathe we methane. We breathe or a something. goddamn violent oxidizer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's kind of weird. We isn't breathe it? a violent oxidizer. We are bathed in radiation. We have yeah, fairly true. strong gravity. Like, true. I mean, what if, it, 
what if they're from a water planet? Like, okay, we've got plenty of ocean. What if they're a freshwater planet? What if they're allergic to we got the Great Lakes, salt. I guess. What, like this, that which was my problem with signs. Yeah, why would they come here if they were allergic to water? Like you can <laughs> see it like... from space. <laughs> Dude. You can see that it is <laughs> come raining. On. You can see water vapor. <laughs> and that you can see ocean. And that shit is bad for you. Why would you like a humid day? would mess like, them up come on that yeah. I, that was the like yeah the jump scare when they're in the party in latin america like super scary the, the, yeah and that little thing kind of creeps through creeping through in a place that's got like 90 percent humidity because i saw bananas yeah <laughs> and i know how they grow damn it like, yeah yeah that i was sitting there watching the movie going gosh why <laughs> it's so we could defeat I them get that. and it not be a cold virus but it wasn't well thought out well okay you can also make a perfectly fun alien movie where you defeat them with the power of friendship and nuclear weapons independence day <laughs> yeah like, yeah and a mac yes don't forget a mac mac, mac helped oh help. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. And a president that used to be a pilot. Yeah. It's, I guess, kind of what I would like is, is I would like the Space Brothers in my heart of hearts. Um, even though I was like, <coughs> George, you can't believe what they're saying. They're too pretty for that. That's just, you know, George, you're actually talking to fairies. Do you realize that? Do you, do you understand that? You're talking to fairies. And you can't believe what they say either. They're they're very <coughs> they're very biased, you know, and they like to play with people, you know. Um, but yeah, I would kind of <coughs> like Space Brothers who'd kind of be like, "Okay, y'all, um, your environment's messed up. We can help you with that if you like stop fighting with each other." Okay, we want you to like grow up now. It'd be like having mom and dad come and go hey kids stop yeah. fighting behave yourself i mean that's my boy i'm 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 actually that sounds boring but i, I really i think that's part of what everybody yeah, wants we want actually. there to be a grown up in the room because as yeah. i have become an adult person who's good at adulting i realize nobody is actually an adult like you just yeah. do grown up things. Yeah. Yeah. On the inside you still feel like a kid. Well not necessarily Maybe like that's a, a kid, uniquely human thing. But like, you know, you just We're making it up as we go just along. Making it updated it like what? Like nobody yeah. knows what's happening. <laughs> we don't know the answers. Yeah. We know more than the older yeah. we get, but like I but yeah, all of us want mom and dad or big brother or big sister or big interdimensional space lizard to come and be like, guys, here are the answers. Here's why you're here. Or just here, stop, stop that. Just, just sit down, just calm down, stop it. Let's talk about this. Let's, 
let's fix the immediate problems and then let's move forward. And I think that's that's actually what everybody yeah. wants. I think, yeah, that we, that we want help in taking care of our situation. I think because everyday people feel like we don't have the power to stop the insanity that's around us. We like, invent ever since I was a every ever since I was in the seventies as a child, I've been hearing about climate change and environmental degradation. It's been in the news for the majority of my life, and I'm 56 years old, so like 40 years at least we've known. And every year I'm like, so is anybody actually going to do something about this? What kind of, what, what, aren't, hey guys, aren't you like pushing it to the wire, y'all? Can't we, can't we start working on that? We're not going to work on it. So seriously. Yeah, I know. And that's why everybody looks to the stars. Even pragmatically, like everybody's like, well, we better figure out how to get to Mars. And I'm like, we better fix this first. Yeah, it's like we have a perfectly good planet right Try and save the one we've got. And then yeah, work on getting to Mars. Because if just for a long range, if you want humanity to outlive the sun, we need to figure out space flight. If if you want us to not get hit by an asteroid, really, honestly, because well, you, you know you can't live past that. That's a, <laughs> that's a big nasty, you know. But yeah, we, we reset be saved. button. I think it's the same function that religion kind of serves. Yeah, maybe Diana Pasolkis is right, and the whole point of this extraterrestrial. UFO thing, and I said UFO on purpose because it does equate with extraterrestrial in most people's minds. Is it's to create a religion that we can believe in? But yeah, that's that's my general thoughts at this time. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if it's all bullshit yeah. in a couple days. <laughs> The, the stuff I've been seeing for the past few hours has been, nah, it's kind of bullshit. <laughs> it's like, nah. I was like, you know, sometimes I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong about disclosure. I, that would, that's what I want. I want to be wrong. I want to be one of the people who said, nah, it's bullshit. And then boom, it yeah. happens. And then we're saved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so we have anything else to say to our people who are probably still um, listening? You're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, there'll be more next week. Talk to you later. Bye, y'all. Well, that's all for this week's episode of the Six Degrees of John Keel podcast. If you have any questions or thoughts about the podcast or would like to come and talk about your experiences of the paranormal, you can contact us at 6djk67 at gmail.com. We promise to even answer you, and we are always happy to hear from you. 
Thank you.